Hello. You? Yes, you. Hi. Welcome to Remote Pep Talks. I am your host, and my name is Ryan Miller. In each episode of Remote Pep Talks, I take a question from a listener, and I examine it, and I try and add some perspective. I mean, I do add some perspective, and hopefully it's useful for that specific person and also for you if you're not that specific person. And I do it somewhere somewhere nice so we can all enjoy the sensation of traveling somewhere perhaps that we wouldn't normally go and we do that auditorily through our earphones. Now, I've got a good episode. I mean, <laughs> they're all good episodes. But this one is is nice and I'll tell you why more as we as we get into it but the question comes from Rafi and she says I feel stuck in a career desert I used to be a copywriter working in an advertising agency then I quit to become a freelancer and got more and more jobs as a trans creator which I like then my main client decided to hire people in-house instead of using freelancers and I started to accept more and more jobs as a translator which I don't like Then I had a baby and too much work, so I decided to take a one-year break. And when I started working again, I tried to go back to copywriting. I slowly managed to find some good clients, then COVID arrived, and all my clients froze their communication plans. Now I have very little work, and I absolutely hate it. Should I look for an office job and be unhappy? Should I try to learn to live with this uncertainty and wait for better times and new clients? Should I try and develop new skills? That's the kind of answers I'm looking for. Well, there's lots to unpack there, Rafi, and a great question because there's lots of specificity there and a few questions and a few ways that we can tackle it. And I'm very excited to do that with you. And I thought, you know where would be a good place for us to go? To a busy bar somewhere with people and background noise and alcohol. You know, you all remember what a bar is, right? So that's where I go with Rafi. And we have this chat over career transitions. There she is. Rafi, come here. I took the liberty of ordering you a white wine. And I got a beer. Let's go find a little place to sit down. We've got a lot to catch up on. You look great. It's great to see you. Okay. This is better. So, here's you and I together. A couple of people in the middle of a career transition. That's right. I am having what is a career transition. And I know this because I... So I'm being made redundant, which means even though I'm great at my job and I do great things and they're dynamic and creative and add value and create a significant impact for my employer, they've decided as a cost-cutting measure that my services are no longer required. The full story is there's quite a steep cut 
in, in my department, which is communications, and a lot of other people in the Netherlands where I live and work are also being made redundant. And that sucks. But you know what? I Maybe it doesn't in the end. When I get right down to it, it's actually kind of cool. But before I get too far into that, I want to say that I one of the things they did is they put us in some career coaching, career counseling. And I was on a call recently with a bunch of other people, not from my work, but who were all in similar situations. And the woman who was leading the call said, you're all in a career transition. And she went on to describe, to describe what that meant. And I think there's something... You're, I mean, Raph, you're a translator, a trans creator, a copywriter. And you and I both know that words have a lot of power and how we describe things matters. And I think when we talk about being in a career transition, for me, that's really empowering. I feel it. I mean, I, it might be... Wow, those guys are loud. Um, it's good they're having fun. Hard to fault people for having fun. It's been a dire little while. Yeah, when, when I think of myself as being made redundant, uh, when I think of all the, the hard work and the effort and the, the graft and the late nights that I put in at my job, all amounting to bupkis in terms of them just going, yeah, we don't need you. That really sucks and it's demotivating. But when I think of myself as in a career transition from a job that, to be honest, there was a lot of overlap, but it wasn't a perfect match. I think where I really add the most value, where I bring the most energy, I get excited, is not precisely what they want. So a, a parting of ways is makes sense. And I'm not losing a job, I'm in a transition. I'm moving on to something new. And for you, your circumstances are totally different. But I think there's a parallel there where as you struggle in how I interpret your email, how you're struggling with what to do next. It seems to me like it's coming from a place of, of frustration and a little bit of uh, despair. Correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I get that feeling that it's, it's not from a, a good place, and I get that. But you can move from this place to a good place, and that's what's really exciting. There was one question that you wrote <laughs> that said... Should I look for an office job and be unhappy? I mean, you've... Raph, you've answered that question. No. Do not, insofar as you are in control of your life and your destiny and what you do, do not move in a direction of unhappiness. So we can cancel that one out. Should I learn to live with this uncertainty and wait for better times and new clients? Well, I think accepting the uncertainty... You don't have to enjoy it. You don't have to embrace it. But understanding that uncertainty, particularly if you don't want an office job, so you want some freelance, a career that you're in control of, there will be uncertainty as part of that. And that's something that you need to manage. Some people love the uncertainty, but of course, that's not for everybody. But you've got that uncertainty. Absolutely. Try and manage it. And then should I try and develop new skills? And this is well, where I'm at right now, is I'm all about new skills. I'm working on uh, developing my, my coaching skills, my coaching practice, 
and woodworking is something I've lately gotten a fascination with, and so I'm I'm investigating that. I'm taking a course in what is it called? Cultivating creative collaboration and uh, creative leadership, because these are things that I get energy from, and and I think have career application, and so that's I'm all about those new skills. For you, I think what suggests itself to me is that you don't talk about what new skills you want but maybe that's something to think of one thing i've seen with people who i've been talking to lately is that when they think about new skills in terms of strictly career what is a marketable skill they find that course tough maybe they don't finish and then they graduate and then they do something that they're not that energized by whereas for someone who's creative like you, who's got a lot of energy and independence and, you know, self-motivation, finding something that you're excited about. Hit that. Take a course. There's so many courses available online. There's, there's so many platforms you can, you can investigate. But I would absolutely say if you're not sure about what to do, take a course and just give yourself a little bit of a pause. And of course, sure, send out CVs as you're doing that. But give yourself a little bit of uh, input, some more stimuli. I think that will, that will help. And the other thing that I think is important is... What is the other thing that I think is important? Oh, yeah. The other thing that I think is important is getting a little clarity. So what is it that you want to be doing? When you emailed, you talked about transcreation... Translations, okay, translations are out. Maybe that's something you need to do in this career transition to keep the lights on as you move towards something that you really want to do. And that sounds more like it's a copywriting transcreation type thing, but maybe it could be something else. But put some energy into the things that you want to do. Focus where you want the focus of your life to be. And when I say focus, I don't mean just like think about it a lot. I mean, read up on it. This is where you take a course. You're like, yeah, fuck, I want to learn more about transcreation. Get a book or two on it. Read up, join a community, investigate it more fully, write about it, post it on your LinkedIn, put your focus there, and uh, that will lead to more revelations for you, and that will just continue and unfold for you. I think it's, I think it's, an, it's a must. Boy, look at me sitting here across from you telling you what to do. That's not what I mean to do. I invite you to think about it like that. But ultimately, I think the key is to find that clarity. And that's something for you to do. To think about what it is you want to be doing one year, two years, five years from now, and put more energy in that area, in that direction. Because that's the only way you're going to end up there. How's the, the kid? Yeah? Yeah. I think that's something else that's awesome you and i as parents we we know this and kids are kids are wonderful it sounds like i was going to say a but there but i mean kids are wonderful however i think for you in the way you described what was going on there was a whole lot of other career transitions coming at you the shifting of your career focus from the translations to transcreations copywriting having a baby that's huge covid19 that's a big deal. The pandemic, all of these things have served to destabilize you and your life for, for better and, and for worse, of course. But you have to acknowledge that just 
getting to where you are now is is a victory, is wonderful. And now, where you're at, think about what is the clarity? What do I want to be doing? You don't need to get fixated on that, but just think in that direction and then start adding some more focus, whatever that means for you. Take a course in illustration, in making dumplings, in computer coding, in... Uh, what else? Are those the three things? Take a course in martial arts. Learn to play Go. You could practice sailing knots. You could do, what is that, like paper making or origami? I mean, there's so many things you could do, but just bring that input. Some of it career-focused. Some of it might just be beyond the career focus, but might serve to provide career benefit down the line. There's a... Japanese proverb that I think is suitable for this occasion and I think I mean I flatter myself to think it applies to your situation I feel like it definitely applies to mine and the proverb is and excuse me my Japanese <laughs> is a little rusty and was terrible to non-existent to begin with but the proverb is nanakarobi yaoki which means fall down seven times, stand up eight. Of course, it means to, to, to never give up hope. And the only failure is refusing to go on. And I love that because I think, you know, when you're dealt a difficult situation or a string of difficult destabilizing situations as you have felt and, you know, I... I was a bit caught off guard by the redundancy, my impending redundancy, but choosing to go on and choosing to say, hey, you know what? These setbacks don't define me. What defines me is my resilience and my willingness to get up and go on. And that reminds me of another, pro it's not a proverb, it's a, it's a saying, something from Johan Cruyff, the, the Dutch footballing wizard which is Elke Nadel Heftzen Fordale which is every disadvantage has its advantage and I love that because when there's something shitty that happens like being made redundant or as you say having too little work and absolutely hating it it gives us the opportunity to turn our disadvantage into an advantage and find out how can we use this extra time oh there's less money coming in how do we be more frugal? How do we make do with less in order to get us through this period? And we focus on what matters to us. And that, I want to say something that has some finality, like that will bring us the victory. But it's the, it's the getting up itself. It's the focusing on what matters. It's the choosing to pursue what we care about that is the victory. Finally... Rafi, who I haven't seen in a long time. It's great to see you. And I want to remind you that you are a fucking fantastic human being. You are so sweet and kind, but also, or and also, strong and courageous and, uh, and dynamic. Yeah, and, and powerful. And I have no doubt that there are great things ahead. All you need to do, this sounds very... Like a, what a grand pronouncement. All you need to do is find out what it is you want and work towards that. And you know what? I'm going to make a deal with you, which is I will do the same. 
and let's meet up again in the future and see where we're at. Let's push each other along, yeah? All right, should we have one more and then get back to our respective homes? We leave our respective babysitters? Yeah, okay. Sounds excellent. Ah, uh, yes. There it is. Another pep talk for Rafi. And thank you, Rafi, for sending in your question and sharing those thoughts with me. And also, as, as you no doubt could hear, that was a bit of a pep talk for me, too. As, I mean, they always are. But to remind me of what I need to be focusing on and what I need to be doing to get where I need to go. So, here's what you can do. I, here, listen, listen. I found that I have a five-star review, and that was, in its way, a pep talk for me. It made me feel great. I was like, fuck, thanks, uh, listener, for um, giving me that, uh, that pat on the back, that external encouragement, and it felt really good. And I invite you to do the same. Give me a nice review, uh, rating and review. So, yeah, five stars is great. And then say how much you enjoy it. That will bring a smile to my face. Look, even I'm, you can tell I'm smiling just thinking about that. This podcast, as ever, is produced by me, hosted by me. The music comes from Bone40. And thank you for the music, as ever. And those bar sounds came from Fogma. So thank you, Fogma, for providing me with those and giving Rafi and I a nice setting in which to enjoy our conversation. And that's it. I'm going to get out of here. Carry on focusing on what I need to focus on. And right now, that is my Dutch homework and a course in cultivating creative collaboration. I need to do my homework. You, I want you to get out there and enjoy your day. But most importantly, enjoy your right now. <laughs>